Hey everyone, welcome to episode 3 of Mental Health Over Everything Else, the weekly podcast where I share my stories and insights on different mental health topics um, and try to increase awareness and remove the negative stigma that it's associated with struggling with mental health issues. I want to start off by saying thank you to all of you who have been listening and showing support. It means a lot to me that all of you are showing your support by listening and helping to increase the awareness and remove the negative stigma that's associated. Today is another special episode because I have a guest who is going to share her story with mental health, um, the journey that she's on, and how she's been navigating through it with everything that's going on. All right, so like I said, today we have a special guest on the episode today. Uh, her name is Carol May, and she's going to be sharing her story um, with mental health with us. So first off, I just want to say thanks to Carol for being today's special guest. Um, it takes a lot for a person to be brave and kind enough to share their story. Um, Carol also has the mission to increase awareness and remove the stigma that's associated with suffering from mental health issues. So um, she reached out and uh, said she'd be willing to volunteer and be a guest on the podcast. So thanks, Carol, and yeah. Thanks for the introduction. So like Nabil said, my name is Carol. Um, I'm a registered nurse here in Calgary, Alberta, and I'm currently doing my master's of nursing as well. So my goal is also to raise awareness and reduce the stigma surrounding mental illness. My research does that as well, and we can talk a little bit more about that later. So to share my story, I had depression when I was younger, probably around 14 or 15, but I didn't acknowledge that's what I had. And when you're at that age, you kind of just, maybe this is just how life is and you don't think any better because you don't necessarily know if something is wrong or something is up. And I didn't start to acknowledge it until I had a very traumatic event happen to me, probably in around 2016 or so. And that's when I was diagnosed with generalized anxiety disorder and PTSD. And it got to a point where, you know, you can't have those types of things and not really acknowledge your depression, at least for me, that's kind of how I felt. So at that point, I was kind of in this spiral where I was dealing with anxiety and dealing with PTSD and depression and recognized I need professional help because I just didn't really know how to move forward. And so I started seeing a psychologist and that really did help. But I think at this point it was helping in terms of like, he was really great because he taught me these breathing techniques and UCBT and acceptance therapy. And those are really good. But when you're having an acute panic attack or anxiety attack, you don't necessarily use those tools that you've built up or should have built up. And so um, at this point, I think I started taking medications. And even then I was like, I refuse to have medications because that's just an acknowledgement that something could be wrong with you or is actually wrong with you. And I think at the time, the stigma wasn't as reduced as it is now. Like mental health is definitely more acknowledged and talked about and made more and normalized and validated. But at the time, I think I just personally wasn't in the mindset to accept that I personally had this diagnosis. So once I was able to accept that and got started meds and got the help that I needed, that's when things started to 
move forward. Sweet. Thanks for sharing that. Um, I guess uh, for a lot of people, that first step of, like you were talking about, acknowledging um, that you actually have a mental health issue or, you know, that you need help um, and that you deserve to get it is the hardest thing. Um, but like you said, as soon as you realized that and accepted that, um, you started your med regimen and started seeing the people that you needed to to feel better and you did start to feel better. So um, my question for you would be, what advice would you give somebody who's kind of in that same spot that you were, who's kind of having a hard time either accepting or just um, realizing that they need help? Um, what would you recommend or suggest that a person who's in that situation do? I think regarding that would be to do some research even. Because I kind of just went into it not knowing what was happening to me and why I was feeling that way. There's a lot of resources out there now that kind of help you like inter like more informal like Reddit or more formal even going on like the Canadian Mental Health Association. They kind of tell you like, okay, like you are not alone in this and that there are other people feeling this way. And just, you don't even have to post on these forums, but just reading other people's responses and understanding that there's other people like you out there and that when you're suffering, you're not alone. Because I think that when I felt this way, I felt so alone, not only because I didn't acknowledge it and don't speak about it to like my friends or family, but because I didn't know what was going on. Like I didn't know what was happening with me. And I think if I, if I could go back, I would definitely have done a little bit more research about that, either symptoms or just reading about it. I know Googling sometimes can make things worse. 100%. Yeah. But just like being able to see other people's journeys. I think that's really helpful. And I think this is what this podcast is meant to do. Just raise the awareness that like, you're not alone. And like, this is to normalize and validate. And another thing I learned during this time is that your progress is definitely not linear. Like, even though I was like moving forward, some days were like two steps forward, one step back. Some days it's like one step forward, six steps back. And it's super non-linear. And that's something that's really hard for me to accept just like my personality type. But that is something that I think like just acknowledging that you tried and that you are working on your problems and that you're working on yourself and that just give yourself that forgiveness and acceptance. That's been, that's been really, really beneficial for me personally. Yeah, I can relate to that a lot with the progress not being linear. Um, and I think a lot of people who are listening or who are going to listen will be able to relate to that as well. Um, there's some days where you feel extremely good and then there's some days where you don't feel extremely good and recognizing that it's okay for you to have those days, you know, um, but you still got to just keep pushing because the only person who's benefiting um, is you by pushing through and uh, the more you push, the better position you are putting yourself in to actually get better, you know, and um, get back to being who you want to be and not, you know, suffering in silence and solitude. Uh, that whole being alone thing, a lot of the times when you're going through this kind of thing, that's all you feel. You feel so isolated um, that nobody really understands you or what you're going through when in actuality, everybody faces mental health struggles. It's just a matter of... Um, the type of struggle or what their journey looks like and everyone's is different. 
Um, but that doesn't mean yours is any less valid or um, that you should, you know, be okay right away. Uh, it's important to recognize that fact that it's not linear. You're going to have those days and it's okay. You just got to keep going. Mm -hmm. And then with the pandemic, I think that especially for me, the first wave of the pandemic and a lot of like the unknown and the isolation, that was a big thing. And that was like really negative for my mental health because I personally wasn't able to see my support systems or do exercise, which is like one of the ways I was able to cope with my mental health or just being able to just leave your house for a second and yeah, you go outside and get fresh air, but you're not able to use your previous coping mechanisms such as seeing your friends or going to the gym or what have you, you know? And I think for me, that was, it just got to a point where I was getting progressively worse, like more depressed over that period of time, but I didn't recognize it because when I get really depressed, I tend to push people away and like really turn into myself. But that's when like that negative spiral starts. And I know I'm not alone in this because the isolation from this pandemic has really hit a lot of people really, really hard. Yeah, definitely. I think um, for a lot of people, um, COVID is kind of the first time or one of the first times where people have actually had to deal with mental health issues and, you know, actually um, deal with that depression and anxiety it may have been existent in their lives before, but maybe just not as prevalent or to a point where they were recognizing it, you know, it actually is an issue that they need to address. So, um, yeah, I, I can relate to that a lot and that whole uh, feeling depressed and just turning in on yourself and that negative spiral, negative thoughts, all that stuff just kind of starts to cave in on you. And that's the time where you need support the most. So not being able to get that from your usual support system or having the outlet from wherever it is, whether it's seeing your friends or going to the gym, um, it makes it a lot that much more difficult to navigate through it. So like working as a nurse during the pandemic, you definitely feel a lot of like uncertainty and fear, especially since this is one of the worst pandemics since like the Spanish flu. And a lot of people in their lifetime, they've never been through something like this. And, you know, you see how the world responds and like how severe it is in other parts of the world. And as a nurse personally, I think about like, is it going to come to us? Is this what we're going to have to do? Like, for example, in countries where their healthcare system is overwhelmed and they begin to like triage people, essentially deciding who gets care and who doesn't. And I know personally as a nurse, like that was one of my biggest fears that we're going to be put in this position where our healthcare system is overwhelmed and we're going to be triaging these people and deciding who lives and dies because there, that is definitely a fear, like a, a really probable one. So even though I do not work directly with COVID patients, we definitely see the impact it has on the healthcare system, on the patients, on the doctors and everything. So like I said at the beginning of the podcast, um, I in my thesis right now, I ideally am going to be looking at the mental health experience 
of new graduate nurses during the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, as of right now, there are no studies out there that address this issue, but it's also because the pandemic is such a new thing. So there is a lot of opportunity right now to look at it. And, I, and by reducing the stigma and talking openly about it, it'll really help people understand the experience, especially studies that act like studies that look at the stories of nurses and what they're going through. And especially this demographic of new graduate nurses where they're transitioning during this turbulent time, they have transitional stress, like developing a new professional identity or understanding the way the healthcare system works and leaving that safe bubble of nursing school and now transitioning. But instead of receiving the support uh, from the government and from your managers and your educational institution, you're kind of just thrown in now. And at first, initially prior to COVID, you know, the transition process is kind of rocky, but you do have more support there with your colleagues and managers. But now your our healthcare system is kind of strange in terms of resources and you're just not going to be able to always get help from people due to the increased acuity and the patients are significantly more sick and everyone's kind of being displaced right now because people are being reallocated because public health is no longer or not no longer but public health some of the people are like losing their jobs so they're being relocated elsewhere and during this time, I just think it's really important to help these new graduate nurses focus on what's happening in their mental health. Like what is happening? You're having all these transitional stressors and now you're adding this additional layer of COVID-19 where your policies are constantly changing and you're terrified of going to work and then getting COVID and then infecting yourself or infecting your people or your family members who may be old or have chronic illnesses or they're at high risk. And I think that understanding these different aspects of their lives will really help create a rich depiction of what their mental health status is right now. Yeah, that's uh, really insightful. And um, I don't work on the front line. So for me, I like COVID is, I deal with it just like everybody else who doesn't work on the front lines or, you know, isn't a healthcare worker. Um, and so it's really interesting for me that um, you're doing your research on this because I can't imagine the impact that it has um, on these fresh nursing graduates to kind of be thrown into the workforce at a time that's, you know, unprecedented like this. Um, I can't imagine kind of the toll that it has in addition to just being a nurse in general and dealing with COVID and having to deal with all those, all those things that you were talking about, you know, going to work and being scared about getting COVID or, you know, infecting your family, friends, whoever it is. Um, there's just all that much more stress. And um, for me, it would be a lot more anxiety too that gets added onto your plate. And it's just like, well, I got to go to work, you know, I have to, like, I have to do my part. Um, and so you have that responsibility, but at the same time, um, you're going there and there's the, there's all that fear that's associated with it and definitely would have an impact on your mental health. Like you're saying, I think you like, 
the impact it has on your mental health for sure, especially if you already had pre-existing mental health just, um, issues. I think that having this added stress going into work, and I know a lot of people are very fearful because they are have young children or they just don't know what's going to happen when they're at work. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's definitely a tough time to navigate with everything going on. Um, with regards to the pandemic and, you know, handling it, um, what are some tips or um, things that you would recommend to people who are either in the healthcare or our frontline workers? What would you suggest that has helped you navigate through um, COVID and kind of just dealing with your mental health as best as you can? Please reach out. I think that's cannot be further emphasized reach out talk to your peers talk to your colleagues about what you've experienced that day i think for me especially i work on a cancer unit and we do have unit debriefs but the turnover unfortunately is so high with these covid patients but talking to someone who has had shared experiences the um mutual understanding you can develop some trust and just being able to debrief about what these challenges were like for you with these types of patients or even a lot I know through Alberta Health Services for healthcare providers there's a lot more mental health resources now there's like group meditations and utilizing those resources but if you're unable or just don't feel comfortable there's I personally talk to a psychologist and I read a lot of books about mental health and that for me has definitely helped but being able to talk to a registered professional about your mental health and they are able to kind of talk you down and give you these positive coping techniques or just being there to un untangle your thoughts a little bit. I think the world knows that healthcare providers right now are just in a super vulnerable and challenging place mentally, emotionally, and physically. And we really do appreciate all the support from the public. And I think that one of these things that we should really emphasize is that we are all in this together. And that even though us healthcare workers, we're on the front lines battling, the public can definitely do their part by quarantining when applicable, social distancing, just continue to listen to all the public health orders. That is really all I have to say about that. Cool. Well, thank you for sharing that. Um, yeah. Uh, I really resonate with that whole reaching out thing. Um, I think it's very important that you get the support that you need and deserve. Um, now more than ever, there's so many resources, just like Carol was talking about, um, for you to get that help that you need to feel better and just get yourself um, on the path of healing. Uh, yeah, just don't be afraid, don't feel scared. Um, you deserve and you owe it to yourself um, to just reach out and get better. You don't have to go through this alone. You aren't alone. You don't have to suffer in silence. You don't have to suffer in solitude. Um, there's, if there's a time to, you know, come together, uh, and support one other, one another, this is the time. Um, this is unprecedented for every single one of us. Um, so yeah, just support each other, be there for each other, get the help you need. Um, and I think it's also important that 
um, you get the right help. So yeah, talking to friends, family, acquaintances is is helpful, but I also think it's important that you see the right people and that you see either, you know, a therapist, a psychologist, a psychiatrist, a counselor, um, but people who can handle your situation better and can give you the right tips and advice um, that'll help you, um, you know, navigate through your journey and your mental health struggles. Sweet. Um, well, I want to say thanks to Carol for once again joining me on the podcast and for sharing her stories and their insights. Um, I really enjoyed our conversation and it's great to get uh, insight from a, a person who's actually dealing with the pandemic firsthand um, and who is a frontline worker. So thank you again, Carol, for joining me on the podcast. I really appreciate it. It means a lot to me that you're brave and kind enough to take time out of your day to you know, share your story and um, just help raise awareness, remove the negative stigma that's associated with mental health issues and just letting people know that they're not alone. Yeah, you're welcome. All right, that concludes episode three of Mental Health Over Everything Else. Um, I hope that you guys thoroughly enjoyed today's episode and the conversation that I had with Carol. Um, I personally, always really enjoy these guest episodes um, where I get to hear different stories and insights from people who are also struggling with mental health issues and how they're navigating their journey. Um, If you're one of these people who would like to be a guest on the episode and also share your story and insights, uh, feel free to just DM me and we can set something up. Um, The more awareness and Um, the more I can do to remove the negative stigma that's associated with suffering from mental health issues, um, the better for me. I I think it's a cause that needs as much support as possible, especially with the pandemic and the way um, life is right now. So yeah, um, thanks for listening. I really appreciate the support. Uh, For those who follow me on Instagram, you'll find a link to the podcast on my Linktree account. That's just on my page. Uh, On there, you'll also find two other links for the Canadian Mental Health Association, Calgary region. Uh, One is for different resources that you can um, use if you need some help. Uh, and some guidance. Um, The other is a link to donate if it's a cause that's close to your heart and and you feel like supporting um, through monetary funds. Yeah, I just want to say thanks again for all of you who have shown so much support and are listening. Um, There'll be a new episode next week as always. If you have any reviews or tips for me to make the podcast better for those of you who are listening, please feel free to reach out and share that feedback with me. Um, Please share this with as many of your friends, family, coworkers, acquaintances, anybody that you can. Like I said, my goal is to really increase awareness and remove the negative stigma that's associated with suffering from mental health issues. And the more I can get this out, um, the more I'm able to do that. So yeah, um, that's it. Thanks, and I hope you guys have a great rest of your day.